You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him as ever, Robbie Earl. And it's a midweek Europod special. It's semi-finals week in European competition, and my goodness, we've seen some brilliant action, some brilliant goals, and some brilliant stories as well. But before we get into the action, uh, let's start with a review. Of course, we want the listeners to rate and review our podcast, and in that review, tell us what you like about it, what you don't like about it, but also, more importantly, which team you support and why, and we'll read out the best ones on our next podcast. Okay, so let's go with a Liverpool fan. Uh, this is from Phil K. LFC, and he writes to say, I'm a die-hard Liverpool supporter from Chicago, and it all began with a miracle in Istanbul when I was only 10 years old. I've never looked back since. I love when my club is going under the care of Jurgen Klopp and I believe we haven't reached our true potential yet. Now, first of all, Rob, I, I must point out this review was from a couple of months ago. It was from mm-hmm. January and I think it's really apt now that we're going to go and talk about Liverpool. Again, I'll read it out again. I believe we haven't reached our true potential yet. So, Robbie Earl, Liverpool's stunning game against Roma mm. Anfield, 5-2, an amazing game. Lots to talk about. Have now Liverpool under Jurgen Klopp reached their true potential? No, um, they're getting there, Rob. Uh, there's exciting things happening at Anfield. There's exciting things happening with Jurgen Klopp. But have they reached a the potential for me? No. When you concede two goals in the last 10 minutes of a game, in a game that you dominate, in a game that you front three, you're absolutely tearing the opposition apart, then reaching your potential is winning that, fi- that game 5-0 and knowing you've almost through to the Champions League uh, Cup final. They're not there yet. They've somehow given a slight hope to Roma, who will have to do miracles again, as they did against Barcelona in scoring three goals. But there is something to celebrate. There's something to get excited about if you're a Liverpool fan. It's what somebody calls cloppish at the moment. It's lots of attacking football with the odd mistake at the back that's causing them problems, Robin. Do you remember, I just go back to the weekend... West Bromwich Albion, they were 2-0 up and, and ended mm. up drawing 2-2. And Jurgen Klopp was, was particularly upset about things there. And he was very touchy after the game. And we said, didn't we, that that little nerve is, is there. That little thing maybe he thought he got over, you know, giving away cheap goals, not seeing out, out things for, for clean sheets. It's come to bite them again, Rob, a little bit. And instead of talking about a brilliant, brilliant performance, we're talking about very, very good. I mean, at times their football was, was, was out of this planet. And then we'll talk about the little man up front. But conceding two goals was amateur for a team who was so much in control of the match. Uh, listen, I get, and of course I don't, I don't disagree with um, the defensive bit at the end there, but I still... I still think the overriding impression of this game is brilliant Liverpool, brilliant Liverpool, brilliant attack. And before we move on to that, you know, I, I think when you when you talk about the West Brom game and you talk about this game and it's kind of a little Achilles heel, isn't it, for Liverpool? And it has been a problem, which has mm. got a lot better. We've talked about it many yeah, times on the sure. show. But that little problem is one person. We know it is. It's Dayan Lovren. 
And I, I'll admit that he has been better in recent weeks, playing alongside yep. Van Dijk in the Premier League. Uh, mm. I think we know that the fullbacks uh, uh, continue to play mm. very, very well uh, and are getting better week in, week out. But when you've got Dan Lovren in the team, in that back four, then there is always a potential for a lack of concentration, a little mistake. You know, when the pressure's really on, you feel that he just approaches the game a little differently. He's thinking a little bit differently, or he's not, you know, he's just that little loose cannon back there that that needs to, that part needs to be replaced. And I Mm. get, and I appreciate, and I respect Jurgen Klopp's loyalty. And he's talked about him recently, again, after this mistake about him and other players make mistakes. This has happened too many times now. So, you know, we will go on to talk about the the brilliant attack and Mm. the brilliant midfield and everything else. But I just wanted to get out there. It's one guy. It's one guy, Rob. And and without Lovren and with a more reliable guy back there, it could have made all the difference. Yeah, uh, I'd agree. They're calling him deja vu Lovren, as it happens, every time there's a mistake. But And, and there's something about top-class defenders, Rob. You have to rely on them in big games, and you've got to be able to trust them when the pressure's on in those big yeah. moments. And Dayan Lovren is not that guy. Loris Karius, still, Rob. I'm not 100% mm. sure. If we're talking about true potential of this Liverpool yeah. team, okay. as our readers yeah. talking about, no, that's, that's I'm, not, I'm, I'm not 100% sure Loris Karius is going to be the guy who's going to take us through to our true potential. We've mm. seen one or two moments of indecision by a young goalkeeper who's learning, who mm. may get better in time. And we, we, we make the contrast to, to David De Gea when he came in, who was made similar kind of, of errors. So we've got to give him time. But we're talking about true potential and, and reaching that potential right now. There's still, for me, a question mark about the goalkeeper and the centre-back, as, as we've talked about. Just the goalkeeper, Rob. You know, I think we've mm. seen before uh, for Jurgen Klopp, we've certainly seen it uh, with Dayan Lovren, you've, we've certainly seen it with Alberto Marina, that he's very, yeah. very loyal and patient. Yeah. Is mm. the goalkeeper going to be a position through next season that, that Klopp's going to stand by him, he's going to give mm. him his chance, and he's going to make some key errors that might stop them winning the big stuff where everybody around the club and who watches it and all the pundits and, and mm. majority of the analysts and journalists think that, yeah. like, like we do, that, that he's a question mark. Do you think that Jurgen <laughs> Klopp is going to say, you know what, I don't care what you lot say, I'm going to trust him, I, I, I believe we can improve him, and we're going to keep going with this he, guy, and it might come back to, to mm, bite him on the butt. He does have a bit of that Arsene Wenger stubbornness, sort of, mm. you know, I want to prove you wrong. He obviously, he's got a link with Carrius come bringing him in as a young uh, goalkeeper, somebody he obviously believes in. I just think, Rob, that at times this manager might, we, we see the hugs, we see the, the relationship, we see the, the closeness that he has with his squad, and that's so, so important. But if you, sometimes you've got to make big, tough decisions. Pep Guardiola but, and Claudio Bravo for a season, mm. sorry he wasn't the right yeah. man, got that's him out, Rob. Call. Made a yeah. massive call, as well as, let's remember, the year before that, getting rid of Joe Hart, who was a big part of City. If that's what it takes to win titles, if Jurgen Klopp's going to make those big decisions, then Loris Karius has to move out and somebody else has to take that spot because mm. you don't want to go into, and it might only be three games a season that he costs you, but that could be the difference between a Man City being top of the table and Liverpool maybe catching them. Let's move on to the midfield, Rob, if it's okay sure. with you. Let's mm-hmm. kind of go from, from back to front. And the midfield, mm. you know, was, was just... We have, we have a mix here. We have... We have incredibly difficult to watch Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain oh, yeah. have that injury oh. uh, after I think it was about 15 so minutes. So sorry for the boy. Yeah. So sorry for him. He's, he must be enjoying his football oh. now like oh. never before in oh. his lifetime. So, so much to look forward career. to, hasn't he? 
Yeah, so, so that, much to look that was to. really disappointing. Looks mm. like his World Cup is yeah. is out for him as well, and and so so disappointed for him uh, personally. Um, in a midfield, I mean, Wijnaldum came on to replace uh, Oxley Chamberlain. Was excellent, by the way, and was excellent. And if, and, and the, the rest of the midfield was excellent. Rob, I mean, you know, James like, Milner for England. <laughs> Let's get Absolutely. James on the plane. Well, it's, it's been talked about, oh, hasn't man. it, in the media? And it should be talked about. James I've never seen Milner. him. I've never seen him playing so well for as long as go go back as well. You want to go Leeds United everywhere else mm, he has Villa, got an, yeah. an engine like no other by the way I mean just relentless Rob football intelligence knowing where to be sitting in when he has to hold his position going on overlaps sometimes yeah. down the left Assisting hand side goals. filling in oh, I, mean, I mean it's ridiculous what he's doing at the moment I know he's retired and I know that people will think well he's 33 years of age and we should be looking looking to the new breed but I'll tell you what Rob if if, if you're not sure get him on the plane he'll he'll do you he just he just no doesn't want to do it Rob does he he no, just doesn't want to do just, it he's retired and he's been mm. apparently Gareth asked him again Southgate the England manager yeah. has asked him again if he would reconsider coming back to the England squad and um, reports said he said no I mean it's just I don't know I don't know whether he's damaged from from previous tournaments where he's been possibly. You know, played in he's different positions and hasn't been bit, used yeah. a lot. But yeah, I, I, I've never like seen him in his career. Yeah, playing so well. And it, and it, and it, again, we keep going back to the manager, and we've you know talked about maybe some, yeah, maybe perceived weaknesses and, and a little bit stubborn with mm. certain people. Um, not stubborn, maybe more trusting, um, uh, more patient with certain players. But he's improved players too. Oxley Chamberlain, we've talked about, has got so much yeah. better. And James Milner is playing out of his skin, and is is he probably is number one guy on the team sheet in midfield to do a little bit of everything closing down blocking running skillful kind of passes I think he's I think he might be the highest assist maker in the yeah. Champions League this yeah, season yeah. Rob Champions I think, I think League, yeah. Yeah. so again weird. I mean that's often the 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 criticism of James Milner that he's yeah he's, he's great pro and he's a great lad and he works hard but he doesn't really do enough with the ball well this season he totally is and, and, and top marks are James Milner just put the handbrake on there, Robbie Mustone, mm, okay. because we're doing a very typical thing, and, I, and it's something that I want to address. Go on, then. Jordan Henderson was outstanding. <laughs> and, and people keep going over Jordan Henderson, and though he's out there. We're talking about Liverpool's midfield. I do a little bit. Exactly. And let me tell you about Jordan Henderson. I saw him, Robert, at 1-0 down, give Andrew Robertson the, and I hope I can say it, the bollocking of his life for not getting back in position. And you know what? It was 0-0 at the time. And I thought, now this, this fellow is growing into a Liverpool captain because mm. it mm. isn't just about all-out attack. The game was 0-0 at the time. And, and Roma did, hadn't settled too badly. And I'm enjoying his, his leadership, Rob. I'm enjoying mm. his, his energy. He, he's tactically, I think, starting to become more aware of what he needs around him, when to pull people in, when to uh, cement the team. The only thing Jordan Henderson needs, and, 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 I, and, I, and I read this line rather than, than say that I made up myself, but, and, yeah. and I thought it was so true, he hasn't had a massive Liverpool moment. He hasn't had a screamer no, a that wins him a 3-2. He hasn't mm. you know, gone into tackle. He's not lifted a trophy yet. He hasn't mm. done something that just yeah. takes him to the next level. Because yeah, I think the, the moment that he does, I think yeah. people start to appreciate him. No, I, I couldn't agree more. It's a it's a great line. It's a great comment, and and it's absolutely true. It, you're right. It's like it's like me as well. Like, I, of course, I mean, this is our sweet spot, Robin. It's central mm. midfield. This oh, is what we did. Yeah. And I was kind of more his position, mm. and yeah, I, I love his heart. I love his energy. I love his enthusiasm. It, you can see at times um, when he's running back, he's absolutely exhausted. But you see his little head going side to side, yeah. and he sprints back to get <laughs> in there. Goal side makes blocks. So I, I mm. love all that. But you're right. Yeah. You know, whether it's a brilliant through ball or whether it's a mm. great goal 
goal or a fantastic cross or something. You're absolutely right, yeah. And I think until that moment comes, maybe maybe people... There's still a bit of jury just, just out a little bit, Just a little bit, yeah, just a little bit. Can Could Liverpool do better in that position? Yeah, um, yeah. But no, I, I can't disagree, mate. I, I thought he had an excellent game as well mm. in, in a Roma team that, that worked hard in midfield initially. Mm. I thought they could press quite yeah. well initially. Yeah, first 15 minutes um, or so, yeah. And, and gave Liverpool a few a few questions. Now, let, let's get to the yeah. let's get to the icing on the cake. Let's get to the exciting bit. Let, let, and let's start with, by the way, Sadio Mane having two good chances. Oh yeah. One yeah. he lifts over the the ball. One he doesn't yeah. get his his contact right as he's falling. And all of a sudden, you could have thought, Rob, Ooh, wonder if it's going to be one of those nights. Mm. A little bit. I mean, of the front three, he he's after what we've seen of him before, Mane, he, he's he's brilliant last year. Yeah. And maybe he's just off that a little bit this season. Um, maybe that's a little his bit numbers critical, are still good though, aren't they? Yeah, you know, yeah, his first, numbers are good. His, yeah, his numbers are good. He still brings things in. His pace is still a threat on the other side. Yeah. But when you've got and it's it's probably not about one, is it? It's about a trio. It's about a combination of players who yeah, help each other, work for each other. If one not on the other one lifts if somebody else is not on they can't you know what's interesting Rob and, and we know we'll talk about the little mo man who, who gets to and assist to but it's like they're assisting people that they're, they're happy to square a ball when sometimes you think you know but centre forward is greed they'll shoot yeah. for themselves it, it seems yeah. as though everybody appreciates each other's role in the team yeah no, there's no question I mean the, the pace that the, well certainly the two outside boys have mm. it is a massive problem it's a massive problem when you've got those quick players and the defenders in general mm. are wary so they drop off so Roberto Firmino who's Who's in stunning form this season? Yeah, loves loves to drop drop in mm-hmm, a little deep, bit yeah. because there's space because the back four have dropped off and then the combination start just before we get mm-hmm. too much into front three. I got to say, from Roma's point of view, I was I was kind of shocked yeah. at, at, shocked at how the high they were. High and, line. And they tried a high press at, at Anfield with that pace, mm. and they looked surprised when the ball kept going in behind yeah. straight so. from the first minute of the game and continued to play a high line looking for offsides. I mean, if that wasn't didn't have Jurgen Klopp rubbing his little hands together <laughs> yeah. and say, oh. wow, come to mm. Popper. This, this, this really, I was really surprised at Roma's tactics, um, given Correct. how well they've done in, in, the, in the competition, and it absolutely played into the hands of those front three players and um, to run absolute riot couldn't agree more I've, I've written the same thing high line down mm. poor pressure when they try to put it slow back line mm. recipe for disaster Wimbledon mm. style get it over the top let the runners run and mm. they've got some runners Liverpool by the way it yeah. was at times it was two three people going on the same line I'll have a bit of this let, let me get in there I mean it was outstanding and the little magician comes up again, Rob. I mean, the first goal, I- I'm sitting at walking yeah. at Tele going, what? Yeah. Really? I mean, <laughs> still, Mo? Really? I mean, stop it. I mean, it's ridiculous what, what he's doing. Yeah. I-, I was thinking, Rob, he could have his own goal of the season competition and have the top 10 goals in, 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 in the... In the uh, in the whole series. Yeah. I mean, some of his goals are ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we've seen this now. He's got this kind of curler bender from 18, 20 yards in the top corner. I mean, it couldn't have been only closer to the top corner, could it? It kind of grazed the crossbar. Mm. I mean, the, the confidence that he's playing with, um, he, he's scoring sort of goals now. I mean, 
I say this very carefully, and it, 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 by no means do I want to compare him to Lionel Messi. Okay, mm. by no means, Lionel Messi is an, is is a, for me absolute ledge, the best ever yeah. for me for me yeah. over a period yeah. of time, of course. But th- just the characteristics, the the low centre of gravity, the manoeuvring the ball with his left foot, mm. the quick feet, the little dinks over goalkeepers, now the bends into the top mm. corner. This is, it, it looks so much like Messi in terms yeah. of his style left and the way that he's, in that, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the and then his second goal again with the movement with a little dink over the goalkeeper. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's just it's uh, trademark now, isn't it? I think that, I think while the arguments in and people, I think Stephen Gerrard on English TV has gone out and said currently he's the best player on the planet, and a discussion to be had. Hot. Yeah, hot. A, a yeah. discussion to be had for sure. Um, mm. I think the thing where Mo's got to come now is what we've seen with Messi, what we've seen with Ronaldo is. They've done it on big days to win things, Rob. They've come on the on the semi-finals yeah. and finals yeah. and won things, and yeah. that's where if Mo's going to be talked about, which everybody's starting to say like Ballon d'Or and at that level, mm. it, he's got you know there's just that little bit extra that these guys have pulled yeah. out time in you know over yeah. the last ten years. Yeah, absolutely, Rob. But but but. We, we we don't want to go there, do we? We don't want to start saying he's got to do this, he's got to do no, that. No, no, we, we should just right. appreciate. You're absolutely should... right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, uh, but he's on his way. We've got to appreciate what he is and what he's doing now. And you yeah, know what, Rob? without putting pressure be, on him or expectations. Be thankful he's, he's, he's in, in the Premier League. We get the chance to see him every week. Mm. Good, bad, and indifferent. Well, it's generally good, good, and good with this fellow. <laughs> Jeez, there, there ain't no bad and indifferent. And, you know, Possibly going to break the, the Premier League record. Probably, possibly going to beat Liverpool's all-time goal-scoring record of Rushy's forty-seven goals. Yeah, I mean, that's just, incredible. Man. I mean, that's ridiculous incredible. numbers, Robert. I mean, I don't think Liverpool quite realised what they bought. I think they bought a good player, left-sided, bit of goal mm. threat. He's going to go good pace, mm. Rob. This this guy's been out of this world. I think. I think one thing is to watch a player be brilliant in the Premier League and score a lot mm. of goals, mm. like a Harry Kane. Another thing, another level, is to bring that to the Champions League and then to bring it to knockout phases and then bring it to a semi-final. Mm. Uh, it, it, that's why he's put himself now, Rob, where we're starting to talk about Mohamed Salah yep. as a worldwide superstar of the game. That, mm. that, the elevation into this competition is now there. He's going to show his talents again for Egypt in the World Cup. Yep. Again, he is going to be one of the hot, hot, hot guys <laughs> of the whole for tournament. Sure. Um, and it just remains to be seen of how successful he can be with Liverpool and Egypt in the World Cup for your Ballon d'Or. Because at the moment, you know, like everybody's saying, it's easy mm. to jump on that. Is he the best player in the world? And all this kind of fun stuff that everybody likes to, to, to yeah. do. Uh, right now, because of the way he's going, his form has continued amazing form. He is. He is the hot guy in the world right now. And that is something that we should appreciate. We should enjoy. Um, and we will see. I mean, uh, no pressure. Let, let, you know, go on and, and see what you can achieve. Let the Ulster bring a modicum of reality back to this conversation. Liverpool v Stoke at the weekend. (laughs) Should Mo Salah be in the Liverpool team to face Stoke at the weekend? Just remembering, just remembering, I just want to put it out there. Oxlade Chamberlain had a bad injury. Mm. People can get injured. Mm. Guys in red up form. I'll Mm. let you answer. Well, I'll tell you what the answer is. The answer is whatever whatever he wants to do, mm-hmm. he should do. So mm-hmm. if he feels like, you know what, Mr. Bossman Gaffer, I'd rather be involved. I want to play some minutes. I feel like I need to do that for continuity, for what I need. Um, then I will do that. 
I know, I know, I know where you're going. I know what the, you know, it, it, it seemed very simple to wrap him up in cotton wool. I'm just, I want to, I want to get ahead of that to say, you know what, if he prefers to play some minutes yeah. and go through the motions I, of I warming up and all that kind of stuff that we, we do and that and just I get, don't disagree because I think yeah. he's that player. I think he likes to keep well, going. I think he likes the rhythm. Yeah. I think he wants to nick another goal that takes him into, you know, 32 Premier League will be the most ever in a 38 mm. game season. I think mm. he wants those things, Rob, and maybe by not playing him, he kind of gets a bit down and not so good yeah, about himself. Yeah, you, you, and that, you just and don't know uh, what, mm. what he needs himself, you know, and the manager will know that and, and he'll speak yeah. to the player. But of course, of course, of course, you, you, you don't want to risk him against the Stoke side that'll be fighting for every inch of that turf they should be with their mm. situation. So, uh, I, yeah, we will see. I mean, if it was me and if, if, he, if he wasn't bothered, he'd be like, absolutely, Mo, take a break. You know, it, we, is, 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 this, is this guy like the complete opposite of Daniel Storage in many ways? <laughs> you think of Daniel Storage and it was like, you know, brilliant footballer, great goal scorer, but you just couldn't get him out on the pitch. It's almost like with Mo, you can't get him off the pitch. You don't want to, you don't want to not play. And, and also, by the way, Roberto Firmino is the op- yeah. absolute opposite yeah. to Daniel Sturridge. The absolute mm. opposite. Mem- remember when he first got on the side and um, Klopp was putting him in and people were saying, you know what, you should be playing Sturridge. Sturridge is yeah. the best finisher yeah. at the club. Mm. He knew Firmino from, from his time in Germany. And I think you're seeing now the very reason for it. I mean, you know, we talked to Salah. We've talked a little bit um, about Mane. Yeah. Firmino was, was oh, you know, dare I say, almost as good as Beautiful. Salah, mate. Yeah. Those front yeah. three players oh. all got on the score sheet. Yeah. He assisted. His movement is incredible. He works hard without the ball. He's assisting. He's intelligent, um, Rob. He, he yeah. knows where to run and drag defenders out of position. Yeah. I, I just think, you know, it's a front three mm. that I think I tweeted out like, it's really hard to see a team that can, can stop this front three without doing a doing a, a Manchester United or Jose Mourinho mm. and just parking the bus right up and, and smothering with numbers. And yeah, that potentially could work. Um, but I wonder... If you're ready to transition, mate, you know, if, yep. if the other semi-final um, with Bayern Munich and Real Madrid... Just, just one, I've just yeah, got one more on, on. On, on the Liverpool. So, they get it done in Roma or could we have a little bit more excitement? <laughs> I think we could have some excitement. I mean, mm. you know, you know what it's like, Rob. When, we, when you play in a team, when you've done something a few weeks before that's pretty incredible, yeah. and you're going, back to the, you're going back at home, you're going back in the same mm-hmm. vibe, the same feeling, the same kind of way that finish with a couple of goals, they all yeah, feel, feel they good, can do yeah. it. Mm. And I think with, with, the, with um, a few of our little doubts, our little, you know, little mm. back-of-the-mind doubts, Liverpool defensively and the goalkeeper, you have to be a little bit concerned. That being said, they've got to be in the front foot. What does yeah. that mean? They'll it score. means, yeah, it means I Liverpool are going to score on the break. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, it, it's just going to happen. I mean, yeah, I, I, Roma have to come out. They have to mm. be on the, you know, to be attacking and to be attacking. You got to be up the park to be up the field. You're going to leave a lot of green grass in Correct. behind those three centre backs, and uh, Mane and Salah will 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 enjoy yeah. that. But it's not done and dusted for me. Could no. be interesting. Could be a little wobble. Um, but I would absolutely back Liverpool to go through. Do you know what? Great for TV, though. It's another one you got you you, you don't miss, do you? Yeah. There, you know, an early goal from either side, and all of a sudden it could you yeah. know it could have a yeah. massive influence on the game. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, mate, so, you want to move us on? Well, let's move on. Let's move on to mm. the other game. Did you watch this yeah. one as well? I, I, I did see the game. It. Yeah, yeah. Bayern I mean, Munich and Real Madrid. And, uh, what did very you think? different. Very a contrast to, to the Liverpool Roma end to end goals and and, and mm. things going in. I mean. Um, <laughs> My my my, my takeaway from from this Rob was two great teams not quite at their greatest right now. Mm-hmm. I thought you know Bayern Munich had more chances. Um, 
I thought probably Shady the first half looked a better time. Real Madrid kind of hang in there. No, they've got quality. Goals didn't come from the usual sources, but managed to get a 2-1 win, go back at home. They've got, mm. you know, back-to-back winners in this competition. Kind of get the feeling they, they know what to do home and away. They're going to be favourites now to go through, but mm. not mm. overexcited by either of them. From Liverpool's point of view, Rob, I'm looking, I'm thinking, I think we could have the game to upset either of these two sort of superpowers. Yeah, and I think that's that's just the point, isn't it? I think the the way that Bayern Munich and Real Madrid play, they're not going to park, park park the bus. They're not going to no. pack it in against mm-hmm. Liverpool. So there will be opportunities for them. Um, I, th- I think from Bayern's point of view, in some ways, there's a bit of a missed opportunity. I mean, first of all, unlucky with two injuries to, to Robin and yeah. Drum Boateng, centre-back. Yeah. When he came through with the ball, he, mm-hmm. like he hurt his groin. Overstretched, um, yeah. So they, they had to adjust a little bit on that. I think you could sort of say... And again, this is some, something I read, Rob, I think is pretty, pretty important, um, is that maybe the Bundesliga is so kind of comfortable for them that they, they lack that little bit of sharpness and that kind of week-in, week-out determination to mm-hmm. get through and to win Possibly. and to grind a little bit. That was a, that was a point I read and I thought it was a pretty good one. Um, I, I agree a little bit where I think these two teams aren't at their best, but you've got to respect Real Madrid's mm. history. You've yeah. got to respect their focus on this competition when La Liga is, is not going particularly well for them. I think they're third mm. spot in, in Spain right now. And you've got, to, you've got to respect the experience that they've got and also some of the players. I still really love the midfield. I really love their midfield of, of Luka Modric, Tony yeah. Cruz and, and Casemiro, yeah. who's, who's, who I think's my pick really is a defensive um, mm. midfield, player midfield player around the world at the moment. I think he's fantastic. And Ronaldo up front is, 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 is you know, you know he's going well, to be sharp and he's threat. looking for yeah, goals. So, um, I, 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 th- I thought they were going to win the game. I think they're going to go through. Um, it's just when you, you kind of look at potential matchups for Liverpool, mm. if that happens, it's going to be a brilliant... It would be a brilliant... Of course, they've got work to do, of course, but it would be a brilliant game, brilliant final. Everybody yeah. tested. <laughs> Liverpool's defence, mm. uh, Real Madrid's defence, midfield, energy and, and graft of Liverpool's versus the technicality and the, and the yeah. skills and experience of Real Madrid's and, and strikers and forwards. Uh, again, um, just just so much to enjoy. But just on this game, yeah, I, I think... You know, Real Madrid should go through. Yeah. Um, the younger players, Asenio, Asensio coming Come through, on, yeah. scored the goal. Um, yeah, it, it, uh, but, but a little bit underwhelmed, is that, is that a little yeah, bit too, yeah. too strong on, on this, this semi-final first Maybe, because I think semi-finals, first and foremost, are about getting through and then looking yeah. at performances. And as you said, Rob, if they get to Kiev, Real Madrid will be up for it. The big man up front, Ronaldo, will be ready for it. He knows winning that Champions League puts him in pole position for the Ballon d'Or that, that he loves to collect. And mm. um, it, listen, regardless of how good or not they've been in the league all season, there'll be a test for Liverpool. But um, yeah, still a bit of football mm. in both these semi-finals to go. Just just a, mm. a little side note, one Rob, before we move on to to yep. Arsenal and their game in the Europa. Gareth Bale, we've got a couple of shots of him during the uh, during the the game and didn't sort of get on the pitch. Looks like mm. he's surplus to requirements. Yeah, he's fallen out, I think, hasn't he? With, yeah, with it doesn't look like he's going to be part of things maybe from next season. Do you see him come back to Premier League? If so, where so? <laughs> well, it's funny, he's, he's been linked with Bayern Munich, hasn't he? Um, yeah, I've talk- heard that it, one, yeah. it would make a lot of sense to come back mm. to the Premier League. He's 28 years of age, though, Rob. He's, I think in July, he's going to be 29, mm. uh, Bale. And he's had, you know... If, if, got a few... Few injuries, few injuries and stuff. So I'm a Chelsea, I'm not, a Man City. Well, does he, I, I, does I'm he go there? Sure and help about, them? I'm not sure about. I'm not sure about 
Manchester City. I think Man United. I mean, not that they need another wide player. They've got enough pacey wide players. But that was always a talk, wasn't it, that Mourinho was going to try and bring them to Old Trafford. I'm just Could he go not... back to Spurs? Could he go back to Spurs and, mm. and offer that something down that left-hand side? A bit of goal threat back the, it to would his be, old He would team. be brilliant for Spurs. He would be brilliant for Spurs because that's what... I think that's what they need. They need a star mm. player to make things happen when, when things are struggling a little bit. I think that's what they need. I just don't think financially it's going to Wages work out. Wages-wise. He'll be on fortunes. I'm sure the, the fee will be a high fee unless he, he feels a desire to go back to the team that, that mm. he made, he made his, his name, really. So, um, yeah, I think it's interesting. I just, I just, I'm not, I just don't like... You know, for me, anything that's twenty nine thirty, then then you, you're on the downslope, you know. And a lot of these teams are building; they're building great things, they're developing great young players to bring in Bale to hinder the development of other young wingers at some of these top clubs. I'd, you'd have to be really sure and really careful about it for me. Well, what about you, Rob? Where, where, do you think? I, it's I think something... you should speak for yourself. I'm thirty one, feeling great shape, mate. <laughs> do you see him coming um, back? I do actually. I think he. I think he'd quite like a return to English football. Of course, mm. uh, Bayern Munich's a, a huge club, but I get the sense he's one of those guys who he's had his adventure. Things have gone well. He's won some major trophies. Could he come back to England? Um, you know, he's got a young family. Whether Spurs could could yeah start matching the wages, whether that would cause the whole team and the setup a problem. Obviously, mm. we know about that. Manchester United's an interesting one. You know, could he fit one side? Maybe Alexis the other. Uh, you know, yeah, a big maybe, game maybe the right side, Robert United, and yeah, coming, on coming in on, on his mm. left foot. Um, mm. So I think there will be takers in the Premier League, just in terms of, of, of whatever the salary and the transfer fee is. But mm. I, I think there could be a pullback to Premier League, and it'd be great to have somebody of that calibre back in the league as well. And, and at 29, I still think sometimes when you've had a few injuries, it, it's less miles on the clock, and if he can get himself fit and back in shape, mm. might just have something to offer to to one of the top mm. six teams. Mm. Let's, let's move it on to uh, the Emirates. Arsenal versus Atletico Madrid. Plenty of drama going on on this one, mate. Good, good, good atmosphere there, Rob. Just before yeah. we get into the game. Well, you know, I mean, I, Arsenal I've, fans turned up and, and it looked, I've got that, looked pretty it? good. No, yeah, crowd were into it tonight. Yeah, and at times in the first half, I thought they kind of got the, the, the players on the pitch going and getting them into it. As we say, plenty of drama. Man sent off early for, for Madrid. Simeone sent to the... Uh, out from the touchline early Do you think it was on. a red card? Do you think the second yellow was, was um, appropriate? I thought it was inappropriate in, in, the, in the size of the game. I think it's one of those you could have given him a warning, Rob, and then mm. he knows where he is. Listen, in isolation, probably two yellow cards for both incidents. Put together, I think there was just enough in both of them that, to say, you know what, I'm going to give you the benefit of that. I'm going mm. to give you a stern warning and mm. then let's not let's get on with the game. And I don't think anybody mm. really would have made a big fuss about it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I, I just think, you know, it, it, the studs on the on the foot, you can't yeah. you can't I mean, blame the referee for, 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 you know, technically it probably is just a yellow card, just a yellow mm. card. But, but like you said, you know, it's kind of borderline for me. He just mistimed a little bit, Correct. a little bit unlucky. His foot landed on the foot um, of the player there and he gets his second. Yeah, I just, I hate it when that happens. I, yeah, I, change you know, I love the blooming game. I mm. love the tactics. I love the, the matchups. And I'm like, oh, 
you know, here we go, 10 men against 11. Yeah. They're going to pack it in, and we've got this kind, yeah. of, this kind of flow um, for the rest of it. So I, I'm really disappointed with that. Um, but after that, Rob, Blimenek. I mean, Arsenal, to be fair, fast start. I thought they had a really yeah. quick start. They used the energy in the stadium. On the front foot, Lacazette had a couple of opportunities. Good chances, goalkeeper yeah. Made some good saves. Welbeck um, should have had a, had a couple of off chances. He had a good, really good chance, one, didn't he? he? On the, from the yeah. left-hand side when he's come in and keepers made the save. and. Just wondered at that stage, Rob, was it going to be one of those nights where there's no yeah, fairy exactly. tales in football. There's no kind of, you know, Arsene Wenger's leaving, let's win him. Here's the Europa League, off you go and, 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 and you know, go off on his shining horse. They're going to have to earn this, Rob, and not least because um, having got themselves up through the Lacazette goal, good, he's good looking goal, sharper. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's looking, looking sharper. He looks like he's starting to grow into an Arsenal uh, shirt. And, and I think sometimes just on that, Rob, we don't sometimes recognise or understand when a player comes from another league, he comes into a different country, different language, different setup. Sometimes it takes a moment just to, you know, feel yourself, get your confidence, be one of the boys and, and, and get to the level you were at the club that that's just bought you. And I just think Lacazette looks like one of those that given time, given support, if he's played in the right way, he'll get you goals, he'll get you twenty goals a season. Yeah, and to be fair, Rob, I think it mostly with star players, particularly forwards, I think mostly it does take them a season. I mean, mm. I'm sure people can, can um, name a few that have, have hit the ground running, etc. And there are, but mostly, mm. I mean, you think about all the changes for his young family, for a, a different Correct. city, different living situation, mm. kids, uh, schooling kids, the wife settling down. I mean, there's a the different football, the, I mean, teammates. I mean, it is a lot to take in. And we, yeah. we've seen it, in, of course, firsthand. And of all the foreign players that came into my club, Middlesbrough, my goodness, we had loads of them, loads mm. of them. And most of them took a little bit of time. We had a, a lady that helped out. She spoke um, Spanish and Portuguese, and, and she helped out with all that, which was really good. But it still took a little bit of time for those guys to get to get settled in. But but I, I think he's a really good player. He looks happier. I think uh, next season you're going to see Aubameyang and Ozil. Um, with him as well and, and I think it's you know Ramsey if he continues to stay at the football club of course his contract's up at the end of next season which will be a concern yeah. but no good for him good for Jack Wilshere as well Jack Wilshere did really well dug, mm. out, dug out the cross of the back Love post ball, really yeah. good jump wasn't it from Lacazette really and uh, headed down into the ground to make it 1-0 yeah and then looking for a second obviously trying to push home the advantage get caught by a sucker punch, really, a long ball over the top, not defending well. Koscielny first with the challenge. He goes to ground. Mm. Little ricochet off, off the goalkeeper. Mustafi falls as he's trying to block it, and Griezmann lifts one into the back of that. And all of a sudden, mm. Rob, mm. this becomes a very difficult night for Arsenal now in, in Atletico Madrid. It, it is unforgivable. It's, it's unprofessional. Mm. And it's typical. I'm afraid it's typical. I mean, how many times have we seen this where Arsenal are absolutely in some kind of zone? They're attacking, and, and of mm. course, that's what they do. And they're just a concentration. Yeah. The professional level of, of like, this is a, it's 1 0, even though we've got an extra man, let's yeah. not blow it. And, mm. you know, I, I can't think of the amount of times that there was counterattacks. I think Monaco was one a few years ago that yeah. I couldn't believe how they let it go a little bit. And we saw it again today. Arsene Wenger's Arsenal team over the years, and we've, we've mm. praised it and we've celebrated it. His football philosophy is risky. It's just risky. Everything's about well, attack. Matt. All the midfield players want to go forward and attack, Rob. Everybody, the fullbacks want to get forward. It's just the way that I'd he agree, allows Rob. it to happen. I'd agree, Rob, but I sometimes I look at what Jurgen Klopp's doing and, and, and I'm going to go on a slightly different route. And then if 
Diego Simeone is one of the men. He was apparently in, in the stand next to Ivan Gazidis. Maybe there's conversation mm. there. Who knows? <laughs> but just in, in terms of whoever comes into that football club, and let's just for argument's sake say we've got another year of Petr Cech, so I'm going to take that to one side. Two centre-backs are my priority. Koscielny mm. and Mustafi, Robbie Musto, for me, mm. are not good enough centre-backs to start launching a effort to be top four or be trying to get back to winning titles, to, to getting in Champions Leagues and, and, and being in, in the latter stages. I just individually, Rob, I still think there's a deficiency. And when you put the pair together, on good days they look good and they'll head a few balls and block. But on a regular basis, when you need your two centre-backs to start building your team around... Who are, who are combative, who will go and win a ball, who will not take chances, who will read danger, Rob. The ball, they're in possession of the ball. Koscielny and Mustafi are running forward, almost eager to see what's mm. going to happen. Not even worried about the run in behind from Griezmann. Listen, I, I don't disagree with that. All, all I would throw in, again, going down a little bit of a different route, is, listen, you know, how many centre-backs has there been at Arsenal in recent years that look poor? And I'm not making excuses for some of these players, but there's, there's, there's very little protection in front. There's very little coaching of the fullbacks to cover. There's very little kind of um, pragmatic na- nature to any time of their team play. I'm thinking about Per Mertesacker, who's there. There's a World Cup winner that looks awful. I'm looking at Rob Holding, Callum Chambers that might not be at that calibre. Yeah, You've got kids, a better yeah. memory than me. Of, of, mm. I, just, I just, is it always the individual? Is it always? Not, Isn't it, you know, if you pack the, the team around these guys, they're going to they're look better. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that, but, but I think what you're saying is actually, if they're not quite up to it, can we can we mask that deficiency? But it I'm, might help I'm, them. It's but help I'm saying, them. I'm saying, if you looked at Liverpool, you could talk about Lovren and, and Clavin and Matip who, who've made mistakes, and then you plug in a, de- a, a mm. Virgil Van Dijk and look yeah. at the difference. Yeah. Look at the difference that one's proper centre back makes to a whole back mm. four. Yeah, and 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 that's where that's where Arsenal need to get. Start with one, but I still think maybe between Chambers and and, and Holding and, and and the kids. But the other one, if if, if I'm keeping Koscielny, Mustafi's gone. If I'm keeping Mustafi, Koscielny's gone. I can only keep one of them. I'm only gonna. Koscielny's of... got to go. Koscielny's yeah. 32. Mustafi's 26. I'm, I'm so... not. I'm just not sure about Mustafi. Yeah. You know, his heart and his drive and. He's a guy who sits on the touchline, doesn't say an awful lot to, to Arsene Wenger. Steve Bold, mm. who I played against and we played against that, that mm. team. Steve mm. Bold would rip your throat out rather than, than let you run one on one with a goalkeeper. Mm. This fellow Mustafi just doesn't have that same sense, no. doesn't have that same danger. No, it, it's such a shame because mm. you know Arsenal played well and, and, yeah. and Atletico Madrid were absolutely parking the bus. Mm. Everybody, everybody back, always on the edge of their own box. And it was like it was, it was an embarrassing sort of game because Arsenal were trying things. Ozil was putting little balls yeah. in Wilshire. They were trying to poke and prod. You've just got to have insurance policy. You've just got to have insurance when you're, when you're playing like that, trying to get the extra goal. Mm. You've got to make sure that that one guy that's miles away from your goal um, for yeah. the most part, because he was Griezmann, I think he yeah, switched isolate, from the outside, yeah. was very isolated. And you still, I think there was three defenders back from Arsenal, yeah. spread across, and one ball over the top means he goes in and scores and makes it 1-1. It's just, like I said, unforgivable. And it, it's, can we even call it a shame? Is it a shame? It's not a shame, because they should have figured it out. They should have figured it out by it's now. A shame for, it's a shame for Arsenal yeah. and, and what may be well, the legacy and, and, and what's become... But, uh, you know, my opening line was, this ain't no... Football ain't no fairy tale. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, in, in a strange way, you know, as well, I, I was, as I was watching the game, I thought, 
Atletico Madrid under uh, Simeone, a bit like Mourinho, Chelsea under Mourinho when he first yeah. came. They quite yeah. like being victims and they quite like us against the world. And, and like yeah. they're, they're sending off, right, they're not going to break us down. You know, the, the manager sent to the stand, right, mm. us against them, we're the victims. And it just yeah. gives them a little bit more fire and a little bit more drive and determination not to, to be broken down easy. And in the end, he's done them good. They go home with a 1-1 draw. Now would be... Definitely seen his favourites to go through. Yeah. And it's all on Arsenal, Rob, because I think it, it's not beyond Arsenal's uh, um, ability to win because I think we all have said on any given day, Arsenal can be a match of the best teams in Europe on any given day. But it's got to be that, that day and everything's got to work out perfect for them in a, in a, in a stadium and an atmosphere that uh, will, will be volatile, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, it's just when you look at their defensive record at mm. home, in La Liga, yeah. Atletico Madrid have conceded four goals. Yeah. All season. But they've got goalkeepers as well, haven't they? Yeah. Black, yeah. Geez. Jan Oblak played well yeah. again today, played made well, various yeah. saves. Good and goal. that sort of record, and given the scoreline with the away mm. goal, knowing that nil-nil will get them through to the Europa League final, it's going to be hard to score. It's going to be hard to score. And we know what they've got on the counter-attack. We've just seen what Griezmann's done. I'm sure Diego Costa is going to be ready to play in a week's time. Yeah. Um, you just think that they are going to get something on the counter-attack. But listen, this this will be the last big hurrah for, yeah. for Arsenal, Wenger's Arsenal Football Club. Whether the players have got something left in them to do mm. something spectacular. Let's hope so for, for, for his legacy, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But it's going to be incredibly difficult. That one goal has just changed everything. It's mm. just changed everything. And you've got to be so frustrated for those Arsenal fans that, that turned up and got behind the team today. And the team played well. They created a lot yeah, of opportunities. Sure. Just didn't get that second goal. And 1-1, one, one, wow, that, that's such a big difference now. Yeah, two big games coming up for Arsenal, Rob. Uh, mm. They travel to Manchester on Sunday to face Manchester United. Arsenal against Jose. And we'll preview that one on the Two Robbies Radio Show on Saturday before they head to the second leg in Madrid where there's work to be done. So that's it from us. Now we want to hear from you, our listeners. Firstly, we'd love you to rate and review the show by downloading the Two Robbies on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you like and where we can improve. But more importantly, tell us what team you support and why. And we'll read out the best responses on our next podcast. So Liverpool score five, but are still not 100% guaranteed to make it to the Champions League final. While Arsenal still have work to do in Madrid next week. If they want to give Arsenal the sending off he deserves. I'm Earl, he's Musto, and together with the two Robbies, thanks for listening and bye for now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. 